0: Me, Rabenu, two hundred fifty seven, said, Adam, says that he knows. All the sins of a person. The second someone comes before him, he knows everything that he did wrong. There are very few tzaddikim in history that had this capability. We know the Ariya Kadosh was one of them. As is mentioned in the writings of uh, uh, Ma'achou, Ebrahim Vital. And he mentions over there that the second someone would come before the Arizad, the Arizad could read on his forehead what was wrong with him. He would see the letters of the Aleph that were mistaken, that were flipped around and could tell from that the blemish that he made, the sin that he made. Uh, Rabenu said, the second someone comes before me, from head to toe, I can tell you everything about him. And I can tell you all the past incarnations that he had went through since the time of Adam HaRishon. Rabenu says too, here, different Khidush, that he knows all the sins the person's committed. There's nothing hidden. The reason why this is so is because it says in the verse in Tehilim, God's eyes are to the tzadikim. Meaning what? What do they mean God's eyes are to the tzadikim? Meaning the tzadikim, they have the eyes, they can see or gaze with God's eyes. It's like they they possess God's eyes. This is what it means when it says, God's eyes are to the tzaddikim, meaning that the eyes of Hashem are by the tzaddikim, that they have the eyes of Hashem, they have the ability to see like Hashem does, of course, Hashem can see through all that. The tzaddikim also have, of course, not even close to the same degree, Hashem is infinite, God is infinite, can't even compare, but the eyes of Hashem are to the tzaddikim, meaning that the tzaddikim have this capability too, at some level. And therefore, therefore, it is certain that they are, able, they are able to look with the eyes of Hashem. It's like Hashem gives him, give the tzaddikim his own eyes so that they can see other people like God would. To know everything that a man's done in his past. And Rabenu did this to several people that he revealed to them everything that they did. Just like we saw recently in a conversation with this uh, conversation, let me double check conversation 249 where we see over there that Rabenu saw immediately what the sin the person committed um, and why he could not study Kabbalah because of that sin. The same sin of uh, Er, the firstborn of Yehuda. And Rabenu goes into that story over there, conversation 249. but We see over there that Rabenu has this, this is the, eyes of Tzadi, the eyes of Hashem, Itba, that he can see in a person and tell you what exactly what you've done wrong. And you don't even need to say anything. And this is something very special that If there's a tzaddik like this, that we should put all our force in attaching ourselves to a tzaddik like this, for he knows our blemishes, and if he knows our blemishes, he knows how we can fix it, how he can fix it as well. And of course, Rabbanus Farim are filled with all the advice, the etzot, the tikunim, that we need to fix all the the greatest sins. Conversation 258. Rabbanu rebuked us very much. That we should do many mitzvot. We should accomplish many good acts. We should fulfill many commandments. Meaning, Rabbi Nathan says, it seems from Rabenu's Kavana his intention here, what he meant by this was that his will, Rabbeinu's will, was that we engage um, in the mitzvot, that we engage in doing actual Actions Which means what? Gamken Meaning not just But also to do mitvot To perform good acts To collect charity for people To engage in acts of kindness Whether it's to to, uh, um, Help people who need help Go visit the sick Or whatever it is Etc, etc this is uh, what Rabbanus meant by saying that we need to do mitzvot. To, to, to be in this a, this category of action. And Rabenu said in this language, Epes tut ir gar ken mitzvot nit. In Yiddish, which would translate to, to mean, Hayim mitzvot klal. It's like you guys don't even do any good deeds at all, Rabbeinu said, any mitzvot at all. Which mitzvot Rabbeinu is talking about? The actioner mitzvot, the mitzvot, you know, doing acts of kindness, um, to collect charity, to do, to do things like this, that Rabenu said we, get, we should put our force in. Rabenu's kavana was like we mentioned above, that we should be in this category of action, not just avodat Hashem, pray, 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 study, 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 study. We also need to go out to the world and do what we need to do to help um, the public, those around us, community, whatever it is we need to do that falls in this category and of course each and every person understands that at his own level um, that rabenu said that we shouldn't just engage in the spiritual 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 we need to be action and of course that's also spiritual but it requires a, it requires an azut it's a certain amount of boldness to go out to the world to perform these acts of kindness that god willing we should have the merit to perform many many mitfot, especially in this category of chasadim, hasadim ne davot b'zirat hashem and uh, all the other action are mitzvot Conversation 259. one time said, Thirst is a very great desire. Rabbi, Rabbi says, according to my understanding, What Rabenu really meant to say, Rabbanu says, with this word of tzimaon, thirst, was that it was to hint to us about the subject, the importance of the subject of Shistokekut of uh, yearning, um, longing, and thirst for God. To thirst and to long for Hashem. Which is something very wondrous. Just like a person who's very thirsty. When he gets to the water for the first time after he hasn't um, taken a sip of water in a long time, that he's very thirsty, he has a great ta'anug, a great pleasure from the fact that he's drinking. Why? Because... His thirst was so big. We see that the, the pleasure is dependent upon the thirst. The more the thirst, the greater the pleasure. The same is true, literally. The same exact comparison between the, this, uh, the thirst comparison when you drink water after you're very thirsty, and all the subjects of longing, of yearning, of holy yearning for Hashem, and to serve Him truthfully. The more you yearn to serve Hashem, the the more pleasant it is, the more enjoyable it is when you actually get to accomplish that act that you so yearn to do. For example, a person who doesn't want to, for example, wake up in the morning to go to minyan, he's not going to feel the pleasure of the act specifically, whenever he gets there. As much as a person would when he wakes up with the entire attention to get up to go to that minyan. That he yearns for that minyan. That he yearns to pray with 10 people. And this is true for anything. For Yid The more Kavanah you're going to put in your Yid the more you yearn for it. The yearning is going to reflect on how much you're going to take from it. Um, and that's something huge that we should put our yearnings in the actions that we do. We should very much yearn to accomplish the mitfot, Um so that this tanug when we accomplish the mitzvah, when we're doing the mitzvah, the pleasure that we take from it is 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 that much bigger. This is the essential delight of the world to come. Because in that time, in the world to come, we're going to merit these. Uh, He's these yearnings, what we call the Rava de Ravin, the will of wills. This is the Keter, Retzon tunot, the will of all wills. This is the brother Zor Shemot, um, page eighty-eight, Amud Bet, Pechet Amud Bet, over the second side of page eighty-eight. As is mentioned over there, that there's, there's the Yinyan of Rahavah de Ravin. This is the Keter. This is the Retzon, This is the highest, the highest um, perception. The highest attribute. It's like a, the highest emanation of Hashem. The Keter. The crown. And the, what is that? The Ra'ava De It's the will of wills. It's the highest point. Mashon, this represents the passing away of Moshe Rabbeinu. Which happened at Shabbat Mincha. Same is true of Yosef HaTzadik. The same is true of David HaMenech. They passed away at Shabbat Mincha within the will of wills. For they had nullified their will within the will of Hashem. They were completely within the, the Simcha of the Mitzvah. They were there. They were in Olam when they passed away. They were there. They tasted it. And when you're in the Ravat de Ravin, no, nothing else exists. You're nullified to Hashemit Bach. And these great tzaddikim did this at the highest degree. For they attained this level of kisufim, of yearnings for Hashemit that, Bach, that are beyond description, beyond imagination. And these, this Ravat de Ravin, the passing way of Moshe Rabbeinu, represents the 400 worlds of yearning that a person, that the tzaddikim inherit in the world to come. As it says over there in the Zohar Bereshit, in the Tosefta, Kufrav Gimel Amabet, page 123b, as mentioned over there, the Tzaddikim merit 400 worlds of yearning. This is the letter Tav, the 400 worlds of yearning. Hadu <laughs> that it says over there, 400 silver shekels, 400 silver coins. For Me'arat Amakpela, mentions over there that this is the idea that we're talking about. Um the 400 Ravin, the of the 400 worlds of yearning. And Rabbanu says this is the highest thing, this is what we have to yearn for. Not 400 worlds of um, silver. But Rabbanu says Kisufin, Kesaf is Kisufin of of yearning, four hundred worlds of yearning. Because then we'll merit true thirst and yearning true yearning for Hashem this is the essential delight this is the highest delight of the world to come that will merit time and time again to quench our thirst in the world to come from level to level we'll quench our thirst and we'll yearn and yearn and yearn and yearn more and more always expanding our yearning and our longing and that all depends on how much we yearn and long for Hashem in this world for our actions depend on our yearning the more we want the more we'll do and that uh, is everything, in everything that we're lacking. We need to understand, and everything that we have obstacles for, we need to understand that that's what, represents the whole, that's what represents the importance. The greater the obstacle, you can understand from that, that that is what is important, that's what you need to put your focus on. Especially when it comes to traveling to the tzaddik, when all the obstacle arise, when you want to study Sifre Rabbein, when the world is telling you, no, 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 don't do this. You need to break the obstacles, and you need to open up the sferim of Rabenu. You need to, and anything that has obstacles in ktusha, you'll know that that's where the ktusha is. All the holy, holiest things have the greatest obstacles to travel to Rabenu, to uh, to do it bodidut, to study Torah bechoach. These things are very difficult, but that's because they possess the greatest amount of chach and the greatest ability to perceive Hashem. And that's why the obstacles are there, only in order to increase our yearning. Rabenu says, the only the obstacles don't exist. They don't exist, it's all an illusion. It's all dependent on your yearning. The, if, the second you have the equivalent amount of ratzon, the, the commensurate amount of ratzon that you need to, in order to accomplish the mitzvah that you, that you want to accomplish, all the obstacles completely remove itself. They, they break away, they shut down. They leave, they disappear, they vanish. So, we should have the merit to break all the obstacles through our yearning and to accomplish many, many mitzvot through this. Conversation 260. One time Rabbanu spoke with me, Rabbanatan says, and he emphasized the greatness of yearning and longing and desire for Hashem Ba'ah, for things of holiness. Even though a person doesn't merit to actually do them, it's still important to yearn for them nonetheless the yearnings and the passion for that thing even though you don't merit to do it it's still very good it's brought down in our works many times over and Rabenu brought a proof from this a beautiful example that he brings here um, from Halacha as Rabenu brings down Quote Shulchan Aruch, the Jewish code of law, in Orach Chaim, in Semat Bet. it mentions over there, section 62, that the halacha is when a person um, is not in a place that is clean, meaning that there might be a foul smell, or there might be uh, he might be in an alleyway where it's not so clean, it's dirty, and he cannot read Kriyat Shema because the law does not allow for you to read Kriyat Shema unless you're in the proper place, of course. Rabbeinu says, he quotes Shulchan Aruch, that a person needs to think about the Kriyat Shema in his heart, to read it in his heart, essentially. Ofer Shusham, and the Magen Avraham writes over there, and he explains, why is it that you need to think about it in your heart? That you have to think in your heart. That you need to read Kriyat Shema, but you're not able to. And that you should be pained by this, the Magen Avraham says. That you should be pained and regret this. The fact that you cannot read it. Because you're not in the proper place. And he says over there that you're going to receive a reward for the fact that you regret it. Nimtsa we find that the yearning, the sheer yearning and desire, the longing that we have to accomplish a mitzvah, but the fact that we're pained by the because we cannot accomplish it. Rabbeinu says, even though we're not able to finish the mitzvah and we're not able to do it, the fact that you yearn to do it and you still are pained by the fact that you can't do it, <laughs> this too is very precious, <laughs> and you receive reward for them. Just like the Magadam says about the Kiyach, that the fact that you're thinking about it in your heart and you're pained because you cannot actually read it, that in itself gives you the It's the fact that you're pained by it. And that is where we need to put our focus on. To yearn for it. Even though we don't merit to actually accomplish the mitzvah possibly. We should yearn still. And the yearning will bring us eventually to accomplish it. But Rabbeinu says, you still receive shach for yearning. The main thing is the, the gagawim, the kisufim. Haikar zayayish gagoim. And Rabbeinu says in Lesson 66. This is the main thing. So Bezrat we should have the merit to yearn very much. And we have to pray to yearn. We have to pray to to focus on our yearning. This is a very important. We should have the merit to do so.